Hello. Hello. I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad, Squad Ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. And Krampus. Yes. Yay. Spoiler alert. This is the Krampus episode. <laughs> the Krampus. That's Krampus. I was like, it's not Krampus. Krampus. Because <laughs> that's, you know, how we Americans say that. <laughs> it really the, is. The Krampus. Let that Krampus creature. <laughs> I'm sorry to any of our listeners that live in a state below the Mason-Dixon line. I apologize for that. Sorry. Sorry. We'll get better with our accents. No. no. I have a joke for you. Okay. What do Italians eat on Halloween? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Fettuccine Alfredo. Oh my God. You're welcome. <laughs> sorry, Italian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Side note, I made, I found a new recipe for vegan Alfredo the other day. Mm-hmm. I made some for lunch. Mm-hmm. It was bomb. It sounds like it would be. It was so good. literally everything you make is delicious. Not everything. I've had some misses. It's pretty much delicious to where I'm like, you know, I could be vegan. And then I eat a steak. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, seriously you guys she makes me want to be a vegan because everything she makes is delicious her chocolate cake well i don't fuck around with chocolate i take chocolate it it is literally better than sex i'm gonna say it (laughs) i said it there it is my nephew liked it for his smash cake oh well not birthday for children (laughs) well he crashed he crashed into the cake he took like a little handful of it and kind of ate it and then just stuck his whole head so he knows he knows yeah you gotta train him young yep well i have a joke for you i'm ready what do you call a cleaning skeleton i don't know what do you call a cleaning skeleton the grim sweeper We're going to run out of bad jokes. Yeah, we are. (laughs) We're going to be running through these again. It's fine. It's fine. You guys love them. So, yeah. And anyway, if you're listening to this constantly, then you're just going to have to deal with them. Yep. Super sorry. (laughs) Shall we get into our booze news? We should. Booze news. Booze news. So, so the sci-fi drama Dune, it's not even out yet, but they will receive a collective action figure line courtesy of mcfarland toys which will bring uh to life some of the main characters of the highly anticipated movie uh and it's set if you didn't know set for a theatrical release october 1st obviously next year not this year you guys no october (laughs) already happened right uh the toy line will include figures of timothy chamelet chalamet whatever yeah you did it right okay good rebecca ferguson jason momoa i'll be buying that one um (laughs) javier bardem and dave batista yes and the action figures inspired by the likeness of the film stars will feature intricate costuming and accessory elements designed for extreme posing extreme posing the, yeah i left that, that sounds in there. like something from zoolander i literally when i saw that written in the post i was like yep i'm leaving that oh my god <laughs> that, that sounds like something sexual is gonna happen with these <laughs> with bow, chicka, bow, yeah. extreme posing it's like it seriously sounds like something out of zoolander out of the walk-off <laughs> and i want david bowie to come back from the dead to judge the extreme posing contest mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a walk-off so actually the line features a first look at the character uh baron vladimir harkonnen based off the likeness of stellan sarsgaard who will play the cruel leader in the film but also let it be known that the sarsgaard family is pretty good looking (laughs) no matter what their age is yeah so let's all the all the baby sarsgaards are they're hall passes. Mm-hmm. Even as Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Hall pass. That's like a major hall pass. I mean, he's a murderous clown, so it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. Jared will be fine with it. If that's how I go, it's how I go. <laughs> Just like that meme that you sent me where it said <laughs> Pennywise and the 
in the sewer and he says Channing Tatum's down here and it's a person <laughs> crawling down there. I'm like, yep, it's me. Oh, but he's not even in the sewer. He's over in Ojai. Mm-hmm. He lives nearby, not yeah. far from us. I'll find you one day. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so um, there has been more news set out about this new movie called, or yeah, or mockumentary, I should say, sorry, about, uh, it's called Death to 2020. And, I support this. Okay. Yes. It is a mysterious new mockumentary from Black Mirror alumni, uh, Charlie uh, Brooker and Annabelle Jones. So... I guess they already gave clues that this was going to be a faux documentary covering the nightmare uh, year that was 2020. I mean, it's not was yet, but pretty much. There's still time. There's still time. There's still time. (laughs) We still got a few weeks. Hold your Um, breath. (laughs) And then they also um, let us know that Hugh Grant will be um, appearing in this as well. So the other reveals is that Samuel Jackson, Lisa Kudrow, uh, Kumail uh, Nanjiani, and more will make appearances and that the film will blend fictional narration with real life archival footage spanning from the past 12 months. So like, here's a little synopsis that they put out. So, uh, <laughs> the year, a, a year or so insert objective, uh, ab- <laughs> objective <laughs> of choice here. <laughs> uh, even creators of, Black Mirror couldn't make it up. <laughs> but that doesn't mean they don't have a little something to add. Death to 2020 is a comedy event that tells the story of the dreadful year that was and perhaps still is. <laughs> Again, I say there's still time. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is going to be... I think I might watch it. I have. I, I kind of got a little bit into the Black Mirror um, and then I trailed off a little bit so I might have to get back into it for this. I also love Kumail and Nanjani. I... Yes. I saw um, The Big Sick. Oh, so good. Oh, my gosh. The so story of good. he and his wife. Oh, yeah. Loved I, it. I think it needed, it should have gotten a little bit more attention. Uh, yeah, it should have. Because that's it was, just my opinion. <laughs> it was so well written and it was so freaking cute. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was really good. Um, well, in other news, uh, my two pieces of news are very appropriate for me because I am a giant five-year-old who loves shoes. One is about toys. The other is about shoes. So Totally fine. First up. The Bendy Figs line from the Noble Collection has grown to include four of the classic Universal Monsters. <gasps> and all of them are now in stock on Amazon for arrival before Christmas. Yay! Subtle plug, Jared. <laughs> if you haven't bought me anything for Christmas. This is what I want. This, all I want for Christmas, Christmas is monster toys. And okay. shoes. And shoes. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, they're featuring Frankenstein's monster, the Bride of Frankenstein, Dracula, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. They are all part of the collection, each bendable and posable, and they all measure about seven inches tall. And they come with detachable displays. Ooh. Super excited for those. They're really cool. Excitement. And next up in shoe news... There is another <laughs> pair of horror-themed spe- sneakers on the way. So we talked about the Ghostbusters shoes. We talked about the Nightmare on Elm Street shoes. Now there are Gremlins shoes. <gasps> what? Uh-huh. So NiceKicks.com is bringing us the word that Adidas has teamed up with Stan Smith for the Gremlins-inspired kicks. They are being referred to as, quote unquote, Christmas monster. And they're essentially made to look like you're wearing gizmo on your feet. So they're super cute. I think they're the ones that I showed you earlier. So they're yep. they're the half brown, half white, and they've got the gizmo eyeballs on the back. Oh, that's so cute. They're super cute. And did you see the box they come in? It's perfect. Yes, I'd probably save the box. I'd save the shit out of that box. Um, so they will be available on December 19th, which is the day this podcast comes out. Mm. It's a week from today. Yeah, so pretty much after you listen to this episode, get Go online. Go buy some Gremlin shoes. Yep. <laughs> uh, for the low, low price of $120. <laughs> for the low, low price. <laughs> shoes I will never wear. Shoes I will never buy. Or because wear. they're expensive. <laughs> yes. Not the most, ex- I'm ashamed to say, not the most expensive shoes I've ever bought. But 120 bucks is not cheap. <laughs> Okay, now I want to know. Those Kat Von D shoes. Oh, that's right. You told me that. 
Yeah. But we're not going to say how much they were because Jared mm. might be listening. No, no, Jared doesn't listen to this. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kat no. Von D, thank you. Now, Kat Von D's Italian made shoes are. I mean, they're the Italian. Most expensive. They're Italian. They are Italian made. This is when the bougie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> they're Italian shoes. They are Italian shoes. I needed shoes. them. I needed Italian shoes. I needed Italian shoes. <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> but but yeah. um, speaking of shopping. Yeah. Good segue. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting better. Um, <laughs> we want to share with you some wonderful Creepmas shopping vendors because it is important this season to shop small. Shop small. Shop in small. Save in small businesses. Mm-hmm. That's it. That, that's all I got. That's what we got. <laughs> So I wanted to share um, Coffin Couture. Desi- Couture. I- <laughs> well, do you even bougie? No, not today, <laughs> apparently. Coffin Couture. There it is. Design. Nailed it, girl. <laughs> the, 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 the old lady, the old bougie lady, Maud. She was inside me. She just slapped me. She was like, <laughs> she was like bitch, what was that? Her name's Maud. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm so easily amused today. <laughs> <laughs> that is the old white lady that lives inside me. Her name's Maud. Her name is Maud. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Live your truth, friend. <laughs> She's starting to come out. She's the one that kind of helps with uh, Bad Girl Bree Bree. Oh, Bad Girl Bree Bree is my mm-hmm. favorite. Maud, you know, helps push it out. But, you know, eventually I'll have a cool name like Megan the Stallion or something. <laughs> yeah, man. But anyway, so Coffin Couture <laughs> Designs, um, they have these really, really cool, uh, cute pins, um, great ornaments. Uh, they're actually really popular with the ornaments right now, obviously, with it being the holiday season. Uh, his uh, Dunder, uh, Dunder Mifflin uh, ornaments from The Office are really, really popular and they are selling out. So if you're a big Office fan... Mm-hmm get on that you need them you need it mm-hmm. but also all the other cute stuff too <laughs> so check them out on instagram also i wanted to share poison apple flare shop um i've been kind of keeping my eye out on them uh, just because there's a lot of great spooky stuff um mm-hmm. also on etsy and instagram um but i actually ordered uh the uh sally's three potion glass bottles oh how cute they're really really cute also i mean there's tons of nightmare before christmas stuff but also i also ordered for myself because every now and then you gotta treat yourself oh story of my freaking life yeah so i've been trying to do better with that and i purchased the little um shining ornament they have where it's the door and it says red rum on there and then it has a little reef and it has the axe on there oh cute <gasps> oh my god that's so cute that's so cute oh my god. Look, they- look at the back look at the back oh my god they have an etsy yep please hold <laughs> uh, please hold while sarah shops <laughs> there's some really cute stuff also um there is the um the Krampus, which uh theme of the show today. They have a little um the evil gingerbread man uh ornament. Oh shut up. I mean <laughs> this shop has some great stuff. I also want to go back and order they made um the haunted mansion uh girl ghost host uh headband. Oh cute look at it. It's it's so cute, and I gotta tell you, it looks ten times better than the one I bought at Disneyland. And it's on no that, shade to Disneyland. <laughs> and it's on that damn Amber Arden, who's just so I know freaking cute. I need, I need to stop being pretty. Save it. Uh, save for some all of us, pretty please. for the rest of us, girlfriends. <laughs> and they also have really cool and spooky masks because we all need masks. Uh, oh, and also, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make you broke or anything i'm still on poison apple flare but if you go to hopefully they still have it but if you go to their um mask section they have one that says binks with a black cat these bastards are taking a short break there it is oh Oh, they're taking a break yeah oh poop oh but you know what this little button that says email me when they're back boop oh okay so they're taking a break but don't forget to check them out 
but they had some really cute stuff. So I'm sorry that I mentioned them. I didn't <laughs> before I mentioned their shop. No, you're all good. But all good. anyway, but you should be able to look out for them because they got some really cute stuff. Just that little button that says email me when they're back. Just click that. Yeah. Maybe click they're just button. taking a little, little Christmas break. Yeah. It's fine. We all need a break sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. So sign up on that email list and check them out. Do it. All right. So I picked for my first shop Classic Mouse Parade. Oh. So for those that don't know, Classic Mouse Parade does all sorts of taxidermy mice sculptured. They're really cute. They I are. thought I wasn't going to like them, but then the more I looked at them when we saw them at Season Screamings, I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe I can get into this. Yeah. Cruelty free. <laughs> The mice are already deceased and they are donated. So it's not like they're just slaughtering mousies for the sake of art. Um, they're all ethically sourced and cruelty free, but they have these super cute sculptures uh, in varying poses and positions. And actually our ghoul friend Daniela bought one at Season Screamings two years ago. And he was a little mouse that had a dreidel. And I think he is... Daniela, you'll have to keep me honest next time I see you. And I think that he uh, actually has a little scarf, a little Hanukkah scarf. <laughs> and so she named him Herschel. <laughs> it's the best. It's so cute. <laughs> um, but there are... They actually have little ornaments that are really adorable as well. And there is even a Krampus mouse on their website. Oh! <gasps> Oh, I know. Amazing. So freaking cute. So classicmouseparade.com. They've got a website. Check them out. Cute yeah. things. And then the other shop that I picked is the Pickety Witch. I like the name. I know. It's perfect. So she's got a web, a websy. <laughs> what do you, what do you get when you have a website and an Etsy? You have a websy. <laughs> Oh, uh, you just made something new. TM. Oh, fuck. I quit. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so the Pickety Witch has tons of fun holiday pins. Uh, so be sure to go on there and check her out. I think she's still got a few prints as well, but lots of Marlude um, and then the Yule Goat and a few other little spooky holiday pins. So go and check her out. Support yeah. small businesses because Jeff Bezos doesn't need more money. Yeah, see, seriously, they need it the most, especially with this next, this, well, the shutdown, I won't say next, it's happening. <laughs> they they need it the most, you know, because they're, they're going to be the ones hurting, not these big businesses. True story. So, yeah. Indeed. Buy some stuff from small shops. Do it. Because they need it. They do. And then that's my other song. <laughs> so today... We're going to talk about all things Krampus. The Krampus. We're going to talk about the movie that came out in 2015. And also, we're going to give you a little bit of Krampus history. Yes, we are. Krampus history. That's Krampus. <laughs> I feel like we need to... Um, well, you already have the, the fancy pajamas on, but I feel like I need like <clears throat> my Hugh Hefner robe and we should both be wearing glasses. Dude, not wrong. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> Not wrong, dude. I, I'm going to live in my Hugh Hefner pajamas from now until the end of time. They're beautiful. Also from a small business, from Loco Lindo. Yes. Check them out. All their stuff's uh, American made. And it's so cute. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying not to spend my whole paycheck there. <laughs> dude, it's hard. I know. I try to a lot myself a little bit, but yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> I've, I've abandoned so many carts this holiday season. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm trying to be good. I've actually been better this holiday season than I have in years past. Oh. Well, it's fine. It's we, less fun. We deserve it this year. There's like <laughs> $600 worth of Kat Von D shoes still in my cart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you just go back and look at them every They're so often. Italian. Italian made. Yeah, fucking spider webs on them. And that. <laughs> I have carts full, like, everywhere. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, I'm, I'll am i talk a little bit about the movie. So, um, 
Krampus came out in 2015 and it is a holiday comedy horror film based on the uh, eponymous character from the Austro-Bavarian folklore <laughs> and it was written and directed by uh, Michael Doherty and co-written by Todd Casey and Zach Shields. Mm. So the concept for Krampus began in 2011 when Doherty was planning to make a Christmas theme horror film and him and Shields writing the screenplay. Production um, on the film began in 2014 and uh, with Doherty... Um, directing and writing a new screenplay with Shields and Casey. And then the casting call began from uh, November 2014 to March 2015. Principal photography on the film began March 12th of 2015 and wrapped in May. And then the creature effects were made by the Weta Workshop. Pretty big workshop. They, I mean, they did a really good job, especially if they're making a huge animatronic that you can buy of it. Oh, hell yeah. Which I saw at Bulldog, but it was not for sale. Fuckers. I was pissed. I'm like, how much is that? (laughs) I know somebody who wants that. (laughs) And it would be a really good present. Nope. Fail. (laughs) Jerks. You almost got a huge Krampus animatronic. I would love you forever. Jared would never speak to you again. (laughs) I I don't... That'd be hard. I like Jared. But, I mean... He's got his moments, but, I mean... None of us are perfect, so. Yeah, but you have to have that. I really I need it. <laughs> so, Krampus uh, was released in the United States on December 4th, 2015 by Universal Pictures. It received uh, positive reviews with many critics praising Scott and uh, Colette's uh, performances, uh, the horror elements, and uh, humor, while criticism was aimed for its tone, pacing, and the final twist ending. But the film had grossed over $61 million against a $15 million budget. Nice. Yeah, not too bad. Mm. <laughs> so the cast, we have uh, MJ Anthony as Max, uh, Adam Scott as Tom Engel, and Tony Collette as Sarah Engel. So I the parents. absolutely loved Adam Scott and Tony Collette. Yeah, me too. They were so good. I also love this next one, uh, David Cockner. <laughs> oh my God. I so funny. To... He plays Uncle Howard. <laughs> I wanted to, th- I, I really, when he, when he got eaten, I was not sad. I know. I'm I think like, that's everybody. Thank God. <laughs> and then we have uh, Allison Tolman, who played Linda. And then uh, Krista Stadler as uh, Omi Angle, the, the wonderful grandma who knows all about Krampus. Grandma. <laughs> and then Conchata Farrell. No, she played Aunt Dorothy. I mean, she was a mean old woman in that movie. <laughs> uh-huh. May she rest in peace. I know. I was so sad when she died. I me loved her. too. I just loved her name. Well, and I loved Conchata. her on on Two and a Half Men. Like, I know pre Ashton Kutcher because Ashton Kutcher annoys me. I'm sorry, unpopular. <laughs> You're not the only one. Okay, good. Uh, good. <laughs> and then we have uh, Stefania. Uh, I love that name. Uh, Stefania Owen as Beth Engel, Lolo Owen as Stevie, Queenie Samuel as Jordan, Maverick Flack as Howie Jr., and then Sage Hewnfield as Baby Chrissy. Gotta, gotta talk about the baby in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lace Towers as Derek, Curtis Bell as the, the DHL man, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Luke Hawker as uh, the in-suit performer for Krampus. And uh, Brett Beatty as the, uh, he was the Jack in the Box. The clown in the Jack in the Box. Is that Jack in the Box? Mm-mm. Nope. I gotta, I gotta tell you, two, the last two seasons screamings, well, I guess the only two seasons screamings that there have been, um, the, somebody actually did an epic cosplay of the Jack in the Box. I mean, like Epic doesn't even begin to describe it. It was the whole freaking thing. Like, I don't think I was there because I probably would have ran. No, it was, <laughs> it was, it was enormous, and it even had little wheels on the back end so that it had the extended. Thing. Oh really? Oh yeah, like it was brilliant. I I lost my shit. It was so well done. Dude, <laughs> cosplayers are some of the most yeah goddamn talented people. Ever. We you know we have to do a horror cosplay episode. Yes, we and need hoping to. if any cosplayers are listening, 
Cough, cough. Twisted Pennywise. <coughs> Twisted Pennywise. Um, <laughs> and all of your friends. Um, <laughs> um, we would love that. Yes. Because we would love to hear all of the great stories of how you're putting all these costumes together. Yes. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> and then lastly, I just want to mention uh, Gideon, Gideon Emery as the voice of Krampus. And then, I didn't know this, but Seth Green was the voice of the gingerbread. That was one of my fun facts. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You should have been like, no. No, <laughs> I'm say it. I am going to delete it. <laughs> sorry. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I'll get into a little bit of the plot for those of you who haven't seen it. So three days before Christmas, the prosperous but dysfunctional Angle family gathers for the holidays. This sounds like my family. Um, <laughs> uh, Max Angle <laughs> remains a firm believer in Santa Claus and intends to send him a letter. Good job, Max. Uh, his family includes his t- uh, teenage sister, Beth, and their parents, Tom and Sarah, and uh, Tom's mother, Almi, who speaks mostly German. She's pretty cool. Uh, Sarah's side of the family visiting for Christmas include Aunt Linda and Uncle Howard, Sarah and Linda's cantankerous Aunt Dorothy, <laughs> and Linda and Howard's children, Howie Jr., Stevie, Jordan, and baby Chrissy. But, you know, I totally forgot to mention they had a really cute bulldog, too. <laughs> yes. Because, you Yes, know, they did. I have bulldogs, so I have to mention that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Max wants to continue family traditions, but tension among his relatives saps, you know, their christmas spirit when his cousins read out his letter to santa and mock him for still believing he fights with them and yells out that he hates his family and even christmas uh his father you know uh comforts him by telling him that even though there's chaos during the holidays pff, um <laughs> ain't that like an understatement and a half yeah this is why i have a lot of christmas shirts that say how drunk i am um <laughs> <laughs> this it, it never fails <laughs> anyway <laughs> krampus is coming to my house this year <laughs> just don't say you hate christmas i don't hate it and then like can i say I just like it that's fair like it's not my favorite i like christmas does that de- sound better no it's fine i, okay. I like christmas decorations i yeah. don't like christmas yeah because christmas means dealing with my family that i don't like i mean i, I don't mind being with family because i know that's mainly what christmas is about is being with the ones that you love anyway um (laughs) being to those that you're being with those that you have genetic ties to (laughs) but i mean like i just hate that like just every time there's drama dude somehow every fucking year like there's just one little thing that just pops up and it just ruins it for everybody there's always somebody every (sighs) goddamn year i mean i don't know it, it everybody out there if that's how your christmas is but literally that's how every one of mine are yep (laughs) it never fails remember i told you the story about the carpet oh my god yes it's it's a whole thing now oh god anyway i'm sorry friend (laughs) so there's christmas in my house (laughs) so Anyway, his uh, his dad tries to comfort him, saying even though there's chaos during the holidays, you know, he should always love his family, and he gives him his letter back, you know, that he wrote for Santa. But then, in a fit of anger, Max tears up the letter and throws it to the wind outside, and it's swept up into the sky. And then that night, a severe blizzard engulfs the town, causing a power outage. Yay! They're all stuck in the house together <laughs> with no power. <laughs> Uh, when Beth ventures out to check on her boyfriend, a large horned creature chases her. <gasps> she tries to hide uh, be- beneath a delivery truck, but the creature leaves a-, a jack in the box who attacks and captures her. Yeah, that's not the way I want to go out. I'm just telling you. Nope, hard pass. <laughs> so then uh, they're worried about, you know, Beth. So Tom and Howard leave to go search for her. They find her boyfriend's house in ruins with the chimneys split open and a large goat-like uh, and they find large goat-like hoof prints in the house outside the two are attacked by an unseen monster under the snow they return home and board up the windows later a large hook with a living gingerbread man uh attaches uh, 
uh, Howie Jr. <laughs> to the chimney. I, I kind of laughed at that part. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's so mean. I, no, I was not sad to see him go. Like, bye-bye! <laughs> yeah, and then he was dragged up the chimney despite the family's efforts to save him. Meanwhile, a fire log is inadvertently kicked aside during their struggle to save Howie, setting the tree and presents ablaze. Bye, Christmas. Deuces, buddy. <laughs> and then Omi, the grandmother, um explains that the creature hunting them is Krampus. That's Krampus. An ancient demonic spirit who punishes those who have lost the Christmas spirit. Uh, I'm screwed. Um, (laughs) And then uh, Omi recounts that when she was a child, her parents and community lost their spirit due to the hardships of the war in Europe, as as did she, which summoned Krampus. He dragged everyone except her to hell, leaving behind a a bell bobble with his name on it, which she still had. (laughs) The family remains skeptical until monstrous toys hidden in presents uh, delivered earlier invade the house stevie and jordan are lured to the attic by beth's voice jordan is swallowed by the der clown <laughs> the jack-in-a-box from before and then the family fends off the toys but krampus elves leap through a window taking dorothy howard and chrissy which i'm like why didn't they just do that in the first place yeah why they take so long right <laughs> like nobody told me there were fucking elves right <laughs> they're and they were ugly too and they're creepy but I mean, it's Krampus, so gotta, yeah. can't have happy elves. <laughs> um, then Tom decides that the family should flee to an abandoned snowplow on the streets outside. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then Omi sacrifices herself to distract Krampus, who emerges from the fireplace and attacks her with his bag of toys. I was very sad about that. Yeah. I was like, oh, don't stay. No. <laughs> then uh, meanwhile, outside, Tom, Sarah, and Linda are dragged under the snow while Stevie is captured by the elves. <laughs> so everybody's gone. <laughs> and that leaves Max. So uh, uh, Krampus uh, confronts Max and gives him a bell bobble wrapped in a piece of his discarded letter. Ooh, he got your letter, Max. Um, after Stevie was tossed into a hole leading into hell uh, by the elves, Max... Uh, honestly apologizes for losing his spirit and although krampus seems to accept his apology he still tosses max into hell (laughs) max awakens in his house on christmas morning discovering his family alive and well downstairs he thinks that what happened was just a nightmare however when he unwraps a present to reveal the the krampus bauble the family has an ominous look on their faces as their memories of the horrific events slowly come back to them the camera pans out revealing that either the family is being watched through a snow globe by krampus along with hundreds of others in his collection or are now held prisoner for all eternity by the demon so note to self you might hate christmas because your family but try to keep the christmas spirit or krampus is coming for you that's why i overcompensate with one two (coughs) three four five six i have six christmas trees in my house i have a really big pink tree so there you go i have six trees and garlands everywhere that's that's my happy holidays everybody Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's the Krampus movie. Indeed. So, a couple of fun facts about the Krampus movie. Um, originally, it was supposed to release on November 25th, but the filmmakers pushed it back to December 4th to coincide with Krampus Knocked. I love that. I know. So, and we'll talk a little bit about it, but it is yes. a traditional Austrian festival held on December 5th that celebrates the Krampus coming to punish naughty children. <laughs> We should I, celebrate that. I can get behind this holiday. <laughs> There's a lot of naughty children mm-hmm. everywhere. So the Krampus's final design and aesthetic that the filmmakers and creators came up with was actually an amalgamation of various designs from postcards, which we'll also talk about, um, and illustrations of Krampus over the course of many years. Oh. Yeah. I thought that the Krampus was fucking awesome yeah they did such a good job designing he it. really looked like an evil santa claus it totally looked like an evil santa it was claus. great it was wonderful um and max's mom alludes to the quote-unquote noodle incident that estranged the family from the neighboring one 
Uh, the noodle incident was often referred to, but actually was never explained in the Calvin and Hobbes cartoon strip. And Krampus also leaves it unexplained. Interesting. Yeah. I thought there's all these like nifty little Easter eggs throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, which I'm going to get into a couple more, but I really loved reading about them as I started to go through it. Um, so the actually the opening sequence, the Black Friday melee was actually shot in a single day at a department store in New Zealand. Oh. Sign me up for New Zealand. I'm dying yeah. to go to New Zealand. Me too. Because it looks beautiful. I have a really long list of places, so <laughs> that's on, that's one of them. Yeah, same here. Um, so the music that was uh, designed for the film and written for the film was written by composer Douglas Pipes, who described it as a collection of twisted Christmas carols with pagan thrown in. Um, so he actually incorporated the additional sounds of chains, bells, bones, and animal skin drums into the score. And had choirs chant and whisper in different tongues. Mm. Mm-hmm. And something I didn't realize, for some reason, I thought that this was rated R, but I guess it makes sense that it wasn't. I don't know. It I'm, wasn't? No, it was PG-13. I, I thought it was rated R. No, I see, same thing. I thought it was rated R. Um, so there was a lot of, with the controversy that surrounded other Christmas horror movies, like the wonderful Silent Night, Deadly Night, and... The 1974 Black Christmas. Uh, this Krampus was actually a hard story for filmmakers to sell, but it wasn't until Legendary Pictures agreed to edit it down to a PG-13 rating that Universal greenlit the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was rated R this whole time. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And some more fun Easter eggs. So the Christmas photos that are seen during the end credits of mm-hmm. the film were actually from various cast and crew members. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and then just as the camera pans out from the A Christmas Carol movie on the kitchen television, there are many different Austrian desserts completely filling the counter and the middle table. And all of these things like uh, Vanikel... Oh my God, I'm sorry. Vanilkipferl. Sorry, I tried. Uh, Linzer cookies and Christmas stolen bread are on the counter. Christmas stolen bread? That's what it's called, apparently. Okay. Um, so this was done to help just give a backstory on the family's rich Austrian heritage. Okay. And also in the movie, Max shares some of his Halloween candy from his stash to comfort his cousins. Um, and inside there is, and I, ha- I had to go back and rewatch it. Uh, there's actually a lollipop that's identical to Sam's uh, little bitten lollipop what? weapon. I didn't yeah, notice yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to go back and watch it. Okay. Um, it's this. It's the Sam lollipop, also from Michael Doherty's other movie, Trick or Treat. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I gotta go back and watch it. I know, I know. So, and this one I didn't catch, so I'm gonna need to watch it yet again. Uh, so, among the various snow globes at the end, the psycho house is in there. <gasps> what? Yes! What? You mean one of my mav- favorite movies? Yep. The house. Oh, how did I not see that? Mm, I know, me neither. Ugh. It's so cool. That's fine. I planned on, like, watching this over and over. <laughs> So it's fine. Cool. Um, yes. So the house Krampus is standing on in one movie poster is actually a different house seen inside the snow globe held by Krampus on the other movie poster. There are uh. different different houses. Um, and then lastly, many of the Krampus minions, Krampus, sorry, Krampus, Krampus, Krampus uh, are also Christmas and winter folk figures in European cultures, such as the Yule goat. Oh. Um, and then the creatures with Icelandic names are named after the Icelandic Yule lads who are said to visit homes each of the 12 nights before Christmas, which we talked about week before last yep sure did mm-hmm. amazing so let's talk a little bit about the ratings okay so uh right now rotten tomatoes has the film with an approval rating of 66 percent oh uh with an average rating of 6.07 out of 10 okay and the primary critical response reads krampus is good gory fun uh, for fans of non-traditional holiday horror with a fondness for Joe Dante's B-movie classics, even if it doesn't quite have the savage bite its concept calls for. Hmm. So, I... 
personally, I actually really enjoyed this. I did too. The very, and, and you, you know, it's one of those movies where the more that I watch it, the more that I actually like it. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I know it's mean, but like, I like laugh at it. I think it's, I don't know. I just like watching it and it doesn't matter how many times for me. Yeah. And my, you know, my one criticism is some, it's kind of hard to, it, in parts, it doesn't feel like it really has a film identity mm-hmm. where it's not sure if it's supposed to be more comedy or more horror. Um, but that's my only my only criticism, because when OK, so when the, the sister goes and gets attacked and she's underneath the um, semi. Yeah. And then the Jack and Pox pulls her out. Uh, I when that happened, the movie just kind of turns and I'm going, I am I supposed to. She's coming back, right? Like, like she's she coming back. <laughs> no. No, she does not come back. <laughs> sure doesn't. So it's kind of hard to, I, I, in some parts, it's kind of hard to know how to feel because you're like, I, I want to laugh, but also this is getting serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed it. It's, it's Me too. It's kooky, campy, fun. It's an interesting take on a centuries old Christmas demon um yeah yeah no i agree i think the rating is is i think it's pretty fair yeah i mean for me i i you know say like you know three i'd give it a three to a three and a half yeah yeah three three and a half for sure Mm -hmm. for me but i I don't know every time it's on i just watch it (laughs) yes because i do you know it's it's cool that they finally like kind of made uh, a Krampus movie. I I don't know how I would feel like if they did like an ultimate like just horror version because because it, it involves children. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know how that would work. So I no, think they have right. to add some comedy. Yeah, into it. I don't know. I just feel like it would be a touchy subject if you know there's this monster just going around and kidnapping children yeah no, in a horrible way you're right i don't know that i could <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that i could stomach that yeah i mean i know there's been worse movies that have done worse things to children oh especially some of these documentaries that are on netflix that deal with children <sighs> Dude. i mean i feel like that's a horror story Dude, in itself my, but no i can't it's already hard enough to watch those so i can't really see this as being like a full-fledged like horror film no like I think it has to have that comedy just because of what the story involves. <laughs> as far as I mean, at least in this one, he takes adults too. Oh yes, that's so very that's true. so that's not you know, but really, I mean, but we'll we'll get into the real story <laughs> and tell you all about the wonderful Krampus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, just getting into a little bit of the real story so you guys know so in central european folklore krampus is a horn anthropomorphic god anthropomorphic got it right this you did good (laughs) figure described as half goat half demon who during the christmas season punishes children who have misbehaved so not just losing the christmas spirit if you're bad krampus is coming for you so be good for goodness sake. Exactly. <laughs> and so this contrasts with, of course, St. Nicholas, who rewards the well-behaved with gifts. I can tell you there's a few people that are getting lumps of coal from me this year. Oh. No shade, but. Are you going to get the chocolate ones from From, from John, Newberry? From Newberry Candy. Because they're so Saddle cute. Plug. Yeah. I think I bought one last year. I think I bought at least one last year. But this year I'm like. You know I bought one last year. Well, last year I just ate it myself. But <laughs> right. this year I'm legit giving it to people. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you can't eat that. No, no more. <laughs> but so Krampus is one of the companions of St. Nicholas in several regions, including Aust- Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Northern Italy, including uh, South Tyrol and uh, Trentino and Slovenia. Uh, the origin of the figure is unclear. Some folklorists and anthropologists have postulated that is uh, postulated as having uh, pre-Christian origins. So there's that. Everything's older than Christianity. I know. It's <laughs> but according to tradition narratives of 
alpine folklore, the Krampus would enter the towns, lashing his chains and bells to capture the bad children in a basket and bring them down to the underworld. And there it is. <laughs> the Krampus Knocked, or Krampus Night, uh, would occur the evening before December 6th, so when we talked about that December 5th, uh, St. Nicholas Day, uh, when the nice German children were rewarded with presents in their boots. So weird. That Can I not have a present in my boot? I just no, want to say that. I don't want shit in my boots, <laughs> except my feet. <laughs> Note to self, don't put shit in Sarah's boots. No. <laughs> expensive. Oh, man, so funny. <laughs> and then in traditional parades and in such events such as Krampuslauf, uh, in English that means the Krampus run, young men dressed as Krampus participate. Uh, such events occur annually in most Alp, uh, Alpine towns. Krampus is featured on holiday greeting cards called the Krampus Carton. Krampus Carton. Yeah, which we'll explain momentarily. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into Krampusnacht a little more, uh, the Feast of St. Nicholas is celebrated in parts of Europe on the 6th of December and on the preceding <clears throat> evening, the 5th of December, Krampus Night or Krampus Knocked, the wicked hairy devil appears on the streets. That wicked hairy devil. That wicked hairy devil. <clears throat> Sounds like uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> Um, so sometimes accompanying St. Nicholas and sometimes on his own, Krampus visits homes and businesses. Mm. The saint usually appears in the eastern right vestments of a bishop, and he carries a golden ceremonial staff. Unlike North American versions of Santa Claus, in these celebrations, St. Nicholas concerns himself only with the good children, while Krampus is responsible for the bad. And as Brie mentioned, Nicholas dispenses gifts while Krampus, Krampus supplies coal and rootin bundles. Ooh. Oh, yeah. A rootin bundle. Yeah. Sounds the, interesting. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about perched and loft. I like these words. I know. I wish I spoke another language. I know. <laughs> I'm learning. Our language is terrible. <laughs> Dude, English. I, to anyone who does not speak English as a first language... I have massive amounts of respect for you because mm -hmm. English makes no fucking sense. You can have a word that is pronounced the same and spelled three different ways. You can have a word that is spelled the same but pronounced two different ways, like <laughs> invalid and invalid. <laughs> two, the spelled the same, two very different <laughs> meanings. <laughs> so... Anyway, if if English was not your first language and you speak it, fucking hats off. Like, yeah. no no joke at all. You're, you're amazing. You're a rock star because I speak it as my first language and it makes no sense. Nope. So, Perched in Lof, <laughs> a seasonal play that spread throughout the Alpine regions, was actually known as Nicolas Spiel, or Nicholas Play, which the, sounds provocative. It, <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was like, that sounds real sexual. That sounds very provocative. Are you into that Nicholas Play? Ayo. I, mean, I am. Hey, there's a market for that. <laughs> you know what? No. There's all those I, I'm afraid Santa to like costumes. Google search that. You know how many, like, do <laughs> you know how many uh, um, sexy Mrs. Claus outfits there are out there? <clears throat> I have one. Oh, girl. <laughs> But I feel like I should trash it. Um, <laughs> get a new one. <laughs> Redo it. Just wear my uh, ugly sweaters. Those are sexy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so inspired by Paradise Plays, which focuses on Adam and Eve's encounter with a tempter, the Nicholas Plays featured competition for the human souls and played on the question of morality. Mm -hmm. So in these Nicholas Plays, St. Nicholas would reward children for scholarly efforts rather than good behavior. Stay in school, kids. Get good grades. Do your homework. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a theme that grew in Alpine regions where the Roman Catholic Church had significant influence. Sounds about right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, there were already established pagan traditions in the Alpine regions that became intertwined with Catholicism. Cough, cough, Samhain. Uh, <laughs> people would masquerade as a devilish figure known as the Perched, 
a two-legged humanoid goat with a giraffe-like neck wearing animal furs. Oh, lovely. Yeah, interesting. Uh, people wore costumes and marched in processions known as perched in lofts, which were are regarded as an earlier form of the Krampus runs. Krampus runs. Krampus. Krampus runs. I want to do one of the Krampus runs. I'm in. That'd be fun. I wanted to do the pumpkin run, but then I ran out of time to sign up. I like that. I want to do the the pumpkin run, but I ran, I ran out, out of time. time. <laughs> no pun intended. That was great. No pun intended. Um, so perched in lofts were looked at with suspicion by the Catholic Church, shocker, uh, and banned, shocker, by some civil authorities. Um, so due to sparse population and rugged environments within the Alpine region, you mean there's mountains in the Alpine Oh, areas? really? What? I didn't know that. No, me neither. <laughs> Big old things sticking out of the ground. <laughs> I just thought that uh, that whole place from The Sound of Music where Julie Andrews is dancing around was just a real pretty painted backdrop. <laughs> Um, so the ban was actually not effective or easily enforced, which rendered it useless. And eventually the perched in loft inspired by the Nicholas plays introduced St. Nicholas and his set of good morals. The perched transformed into what is now known as the, as the Krampus and was made to be subjected to St. Nicholas's will. Well, mm-hmm interesting i totally want to do one of the compass runs oh i'm in i'm so in <laughs> seriously uh so mm-hmm. getting in a little bit to the Krampus loft i just like saying that <laughs> so it is customary to offer a Krampus schnapps a strong distilled fruit brandy we got to get in this i will just may i make uh some recommendations mm-hmm. uh stay away from peach schnapps oh yeah that was college for me and and root beer schnapps now oh, pep- there's a root beer schnapps yes the most sick jared has ever been in his life after drinking after a night of drinking was after two long island iced teas a bunch of shots of tequila mm. but the the peach schnapps or no the root beer schnapps is what pushed him over the edge see, i used to drink a lot of peach schnapps but it was like in mixed drinks obviously because you know me I'm not going to just drink it straight. <laughs> but, but we have to start doing this because, you know, for Krampus Loft. I mean, for research. Yeah, we for need. For podcast research. Yes, we need a strong distilled fruit brandy. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, these runs may include Birchton, uh, similarly wild pagan spirits of their Germanic folklore and sometimes female in representation. Although the Perchton are properly associated with the period between winter solstice and the 6th of January. And then if you want to further se- celebrate a little bit of Krampus, there's little cards that are called the Krampus Karten. Basically vintage Krampus feeding card, uh, greeting cards, feeding cards. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Uh, it's it's the coffee it's like sent me to a like a whole nother planet um (laughs) so but it's often depicted uh krampus sneaking up on children about to be punished (laughs) that's great and then these cards often read uh grub vom krampus or greetings from the krampus I think we should start giving out those cards. You know, I saw that everywhere. And until I read that as part of the podcast research, I always thought it was Gruss von Krampus, like a name. Oh. But it's just greetings from the Krampus. Yep. He's saying hi. I was today years old when I learned that. (laughs) Yay for podcast research. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that's Krampus. That's the real history. The Krampus. The Krampus. So, send out your, your Krampus carton and get your snops ready for a Krampus loft. Get ready for your, your perched in loft, your Krampus run. Be good. And be good. And Do your homework. Yeah. Be studious and stay in school and that stuff. Don't lose the Christmas spirit. No. As we learned from the movie. Don't do it, girl. It's not worth it. I was just thinking about it. I'm not going to do it. I did. I did it. And it's a picture of me in in the back of uh, the Krampus basket. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but check out the movie if you haven't seen it. It's a good watch. It's fun. I don't suggest with children. No. I will put that disclaimer in there. It's kind of scary. if you want to scare your kids to be good, then, I mean, let them watch it. It's kind of scary. Like, <laughs> I'm okay, for I mean, kids. okay, for, for, kids. For, for kids, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say for me or you. No, no, no. We're, we're adults. Yeah. not. I mean, I would say like kids maybe over like 11, 12. Yeah. Because it's PG-13. I wouldn't say 10. I feel like that's Depends a on young. if you've desensitized your child or not. I mean, yeah. Not everybody's like my mom. No. It's like, let's watch The Shining. Ooh. I'm like, okay. That's rough <laughs> on a child. I mean... Yeah, it kind of freaks me out. Although, but, you know, I don't feel like I really appreciated that movie until I was older. Yeah. Same. Because Stanley Kubrick. Yeah. Still one of my faves. Still top. Oh, still one of the greatest still the top, of all Even time. though Stephen King absolutely hated it. I know. Sorry, Mr. King, but yeah. Stanley Kubrick but is it's, good. it's iconic. I it mean, really is. Sorry. Because I truly believe that Jack Nicholson is Jack Torrance in real life. Yep. He is that fucking he will always be jack torrance yes i believe i believe he is i believe he is that guy i believe he is murphy from one flew over the cuckoo i believe that he's just crazy i i feel like he's casted very well in like most of his roles maybe not the later ones but the earlier ones oh he's brilliant yeah uh fun fact uh friend and former co-worker of jared's and mine mm-hmm. used to live next door to jack nicholson oh i'm jealous in malibu well don't be oh uh apparently mike our friend had left his car he had stopped at the bottom of the hill to get his mail mm-hmm. and he mildly parked the front of his car in jack nicholson's driveway and jack nicholson drove up next to him when he was getting the mail and rolled down his window and didn't introduce himself or ask who mike was or anything just rolled down his window, looked at Mike and said, is this your car? And Mike said, oh, oh my God, yes. And you're Jack Nicholson. Blah, blah, blah. And Jack Nicholson didn't miss a beat. He just said, keep it out of my fucking driveway. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best story. I would still be like, you're still awesome. You're still Jack Nicholson. Thanks. I will, I will remove my vehicle. Oh my God, it was so funny. It was so funny. Get that car at my fucking drive oh my god he has to share that story forever for oh my life god. yeah i was like that's the best yes yes i'm like kind of jealous that i didn't have that experience i know especially working in malibu so much i know like how did i miss jack nicholson that sucks i know but it was real funny yeah <laughs> that's so great <laughs> well that's our episode it is yeah celebrate krampus <laughs> krampus not oh we miss krampus knocked Oh, we did. Yeah, because this is we sure did. (laughs) Well, we'll just have to uh, do a belated celebration. We will by watching the movie and looking for all the little Easter eggs. Yes, there it is. Yes, it's a great watch. It's it's a fun, campy, spooky holiday movie. So be sure to check it out if you haven't already, and do all the things that we mentioned. Please be nice, but also. Another thing that you can do, shop at our merch store. Oh, yeah. We're a small business. Yeah. Get that fanny pack. Buy that dog hoodie. Your dog is cold. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be forever. Forever. The tagline. Your dog is cold. (laughs) I'm like, it's cold, but your dog is cold, too. That's why your shoe's so raggedy. (laughs) (laughs) That's why your grandma ain't got no knees. Um, she anyway. can't even pray to Jesus. <laughs> oh man, the internet. What was um, the part about the baby having a glass eye? <laughs> oh, when the baby cries, you gotta clean it with, with Windex. Windex. <laughs> you guys stay off TikTok, stay, okay? Thank you. This is okay. So this is why you shouldn't have a TikTok if you're over thirty because you're just so easily amused. Because we're not gonna make any of these videos. No. <laughs> and, and and if we did, it wouldn't be as good no. as the ones that we've seen. Mm-mm. And I, I just want to point out, I'm not like telling you to download it, but there are these TikToks that are out there in the interwebs, and they take like Disney movies or just anybody, and they put uh like sound uh audio from like. I don't know what show it's from. 
I have no idea, but it, it's the greatest thing ever. Except the one that was like Cinderella, and they did a scene from um, uh, Real Housewives. Real Housewives of Atlanta, and was Nini talking Ooh, about the girl, white refrigerator? Not a white refrigerator. <laughs> and it was <laughs> get your shoes, girl. We gotta get you a home. <laughs> it was the fairy godmother saying that to Cinderella. <laughs> she's like whoa oh. we gotta get you a new home girl but the best part of your uh shoe so raggedy video is the fact that angel of mine by monica starts <laughs> playing in the background <laughs> oh my gosh oh. thank thank you for keeping us entertained whoever like first put that together it, it's the best I every time i watch wrong. it i need to figure out who is the owner of that who is the owner of that's why your shoes so raggedy well that's why your mama dead dead as hell please <laughs> someone if you know please tell us because so we, we need to thank you so much for us like laughing so much that so, tears are coming out of our eyes so many hours of gut laughs <laughs> Oh and then we God. found the extended version of it <laughs> with the glass eye <laughs> yeah like we didn't know there was more it just kept going but anyway <laughs> back to <laughs> your dog being called <laughs> by one of our hoodies <laughs> your dog is cold <laughs> and please yeah and we have we make great stocking stuffers we have masks and tote bags and fanny packs and we also have stickers a lot of you mention if we have stickers, we do have stickers. Oh, fuck. We didn't even talk about it. But now we did. And there it is. We have stickers. <laughs> <laughs> but also make sure you like us on Facebook and uh, follow us on Instagram. Our handle is the Squat Ghouls. And then also we would love to hear from you. So please uh, email us at thesquaggles at gmail.com. And we also have a little form on our website where you can fill out and, and talk to us there as well. Yes. Do all of that stuff. Yes. Creep it real. And we'll scare you later. Bye. Bye.